Do not touch that dial. You are tuned to Radio Free America, the resolute, proactive, and powerful source of information for liberty-loving patriots committed to restoring our constitutional republic and living a free and empowered life. With your host, Bill Parsons. everybody. Welcome to Radio Free America. My name is Bill Parsons. I'd like to welcome you to the Monday edition of Radio Free America. Um, you know, I had a lot of stuff on my list that I wanted to talk about today. First of all, I'd like to wish everyone a happy Columbus Day. It's one of those holidays that a lot of people just kind of forget. But without Columbus, you know, no new world. And I know Columbus gets a bad rap in a lot of places because, of course, the, the woke ideology is that he was just a horrible person. But anyone who studies history seriously knows not the case. Like all, like all men, he was a complicated character and uh, lots of nuances to him, but a brilliant guy, and we owe him a lot. So that's why we have a holiday to celebrate him, and he deserves the holiday to celebrate him. On my list today was a, a whole bunch of stuff to talk about, but of course, over the weekend, what happened in Israel really takes front and center position because, you know, what is happening in Israel with Hamas attacking Israel the way they did? And, you know, you can talk about this being an intelligence failure. I don't believe that at all. I think there are people who are in the know or ignored warning signs or and and they've allowed this attack to happen. No way. Uh our intelligence, the CIA, the NSA, plus the other Five Eyes countries missed all of this for this basically invasion of Israel and the absolute horrendous atrocities that are being you know, perpetrated on the Israeli people. I mean, you watch them bust into that, that music fest or that rave fest and kill 260 people as they're fleeing away, kidnap them, rape them, murder them outright, just absolute monsters. These are just thugs and terrorists. And the only thing they understand is violence. That's just the, that's their world. And you've got you know, all of our talking heads out there in the media, taking their marching orders, the state department and, and all the other, all the other government gangsters, as Cash Patel calls them out there, uh, they're more worried about Israel's what, what Israel's going to do in retaliation, as opposed to what Hamas did. It's just incredible, the narrative, right? And you watch the video of this, and this is just horrible stuff. These people are monsters. They are thugs and gangsters, terrorists. They are evil people doing evil stuff. And Israel has got to do whatever it takes to defend themselves. And the only thing that these thug terrorists are going to understand is going to be violence and death. That's what they understand. That's how they operate. That's their operating system. You know, it may not make sense to you and I, right? Because we come from a different, an entirely different mindset, but it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what they think. And this is how they operate. And this is what they understand. You know, and just think about it. What a week, 10, 12 days ago, you know, the, the Biden regime just released $6 billion to Iran. And of course, that money was used to attack, in part, Israel. You know, and they can argue and go, well, the $6 billion was used for humanitarian aid and all money is fungible. If we give them $6 billion, right? And it may have been their $6 billion, but it doesn't matter. Iran is a terrorist state working on a nuclear bomb. They've been sponsoring terrorism since the 70s, right? Ever since uh, 
the late 70s when Carter botched the the attempted uh, rescue there of the hostages. Iran's been a blight on humanity ever since and been sponsoring terrorism in every possible way they can around the globe. So we, we released their $6 billion so we can get our hostages back. So we just, that was of course a huge mistake because we just put a value on hostage taking, but all money is fungible, right? So you can argue that 6 billion went to buy food and humanitarian aid and for medical care, well, you freed up $6 billion they were going to use for those things, which they weren't anyway. We all know that. That's just a canard. That's an absolute lie. But even if they were, the $6 billion they would have had to spend for those things, we just freed up. So they take the $6 billion we freed up, and they use it for those things, which you and I both know they're not. But let's say they are. We just freed up the $6 billion they would have had to spend so they can spend it on more terror campaigns around the globe. Right? You don't operate, you don't treat terrorist states, terrorist nations, or terrorists this way. The only thing they understand is power and force. And of course, that's not at all how the clowns we have running the show now are. Because they see you and I, right? We just found out also, what, over the weekend, that the FBI has a new threat tag for MAGA Republicans. They see you and I, the people who go to work every day and pay our taxes and pay our bills and follow the law and just want our government to follow the Constitution, to balance our budget, to secure the border, to fight crime, the things that they're supposed to do, because we want them to do those things and follow the Constitution as it's written and not break the law every day and weaponize law enforcement against us. Well, now the FBI has a whole new threat tag, right, for anybody who's a MAGA Republican. And then you've got that idiot Hillary Clinton out there saying that we need deprogramming camps for MAGA Republicans. Just imagine if a politician – now we're talking about a woman who – the former first lady of the U.S., unfortunately, a former – head of the State Department, unfortunately, a former U.S. senator, unfortunately, and an outright criminal and thug. We all know that about the Clintons. She held all these positions, and she's out there talking about setting up camps to deprogram American citizens. If if that would have occurred in the 80s or the 90s, just imagine how quick the response would have been from the American people, a a news media that was corrupt in the 80s, but not totally corrupt as it is now. Just imagine had a politician of of any stature said something this odious. We're going to round people up and put them in deprogramming camps because we don't like their political beliefs. Folks, that's a totalitarian state. And now you and I, anyone who is conservative, anyone who's a Christian, anyone who prays the rosary, anyone who believes in Jesus Christ, anyone who believes in the Constitution, anyone who believes in the Founding Fathers, anyone who believes in the American ideal, right? we are the biggest terrorist threat, not the open border. Now, just imagine the border in Israel is – it's sophisticated. It's the most secure border probably anywhere in the world. And it was breached in 22 different places. And Israeli citizens have been raped, murdered, kidnapped, you name it. That border was breached. And you can't tell me there was no intelligence signals along the way. 
that someone could have picked up and said, hey, there's seems like there's a lot of chatter about uh, a potential widespread attack on Israel by the Palestinians and Hamas. Now think about our border. They don't need anything to cross our border. We allow them to cross our border unimpeded. There is no border. And we have no idea who's flowing in. Chinese spies, Chinese insurgents, Hamas terrorists. Who knows? We have no idea. And so how easy would it be for them to flood across our border and plan attacks like this on major metropolitan cities in the U.S.? Folks, you know, the police state is here. It is. I mean, for the first time in, a, in, in American history, American citizens are worried about a 6 a.m. knock at the door from the Stasi, the NKVD, the KGB, also known as the FBI. Can you even imagine 10, 20, 30 years ago actually worrying about federal agents showing up at your door because you engaged in free speech, because you had political beliefs they didn't agree with? If that doesn't scare the shit out of you, I I don't know what will. And I guess the whole point of any of this, a podcast like this or any of the other alternative media that's out there, because you, we all know the legacy media, Fox, CNN, NSNBC, all that, we know they're just, all they are is parrots for the democratic machine or the communist party of America, essentially. And for the deep state, we know that's what they are. So everything they're reporting, if they say it's black, it's white. If they say the sky's blue, it's probably gray outside today. If they say there's peace, it's war. This is literally 1984. You know, news speak. War is peace. You know, hate is love. That kind of thing. So whatever they're telling you, it's exactly the opposite of what's going on. And we all know that. So why anybody continues to watch or listen to that media other than to figure out what their plans are? Because what are they telling you? that somebody else is doing, that's their plan, right? That's how their playbook is operated forever. And if you've read any of the, the stuff by Mao's Little Red Book or Saul Alinsky's, you know, Rules for Radicals or any other that garbage that's out there, you understand, you get a little snapshot of how these folks think or don't think and how this is a religious movement for them and they have religious fervor for it. The hate they feel for anyone who wants individual liberty or freedom, things that you and I truly believe that red, white, and blue stood for, they hate us. And they're not even hiding it anymore. They're telling us. So just imagine what happened in Israel today could be here tomorrow because we have no idea who's coming to our border. We have no idea what their plans are. We don't know where they're at. We don't know who they are. We have no idea who their allegiances are to. And the bulk of the people coming across those borders are not families and children and women. They're military-aged men. China could literally be infiltrating thousands and thousands and thousands of guerrillas and insurgents, right? Saboteurs, spies. And we know they have spies at the highest level, right? Across our border. And they're just basically sleepers until they get their orders 
or China invades Taiwan, right? Now, China is looking very closely at the Taiwanese elections that are coming up, I think, early next year. And they're going to try, of course, to influence the election in Taiwan to get a very pro-Chinese prime minister president there. If that happens, then I think China figures they can use political maneuvers and pressure to reunite Taiwan with China. If that doesn't happen, well, I think you can expect China to probably act pretty quickly. And I think part of that plan could certainly be diversions or attacks here in America on our soil, right? Because we have no idea the millions and millions of people crossing that border. So, I mean, the time for you and I to get prepared is now. I mean, you know, you hear these guys on the radio and TV and podcasts talk about food supply. Uh, I mean, I just listened to Tucker Carlson talk about the acute shortage of diesel fuel. I mean, if people, if you don't understand it, if people don't get it, we run out of diesel fuel, everything stops. And everything you and I buy, it comes on a truck. At some point, it's delivered on a truck. And the bulk of those trucks run on diesel. So imagine your grocery stores, your restaurants, right? Your drug stores, empty of products within days, hours. If you don't have some emergency food on hand, and I, you know, they talk about three months. I think six months or a year is what you need. If you can afford it, you should get it. Water. You know, how are you going to get water? If the power goes out, how are you going to get water? How are you going to purify it? You need to be looking into this stuff and being prepared. You know, there was a day in the 80s or the 90s where we would call these people, these, you know, these preppers nuts or crazies. They're planning for the zombie apocalypse. In reality, you know, the zombie apocalypse is upon us. Just a matter of which domino falls first. Is it economic? Right? Is there a collapse of our economic system, which is which is very possible? Is it an invasion of China into Taiwan and then they release some insurgents here? Is it another pandemic that they have ready for us? So who knows? There's, a, there's a, at least a dozen different things that could trigger this house of cards, which we, we have stacked in front of us, that could cause chaos in our lives very quickly and very easily. And we, we're, our government is run by traitors and numbskulls. These people are not only idiots, but they're arrogant and narcissistic. They're stupid, arrogant, and narcissistic. It's a hell of a combination. And in many cases, they're doing this stuff deliberately. And even and they're true believers. I mean, they truly believe this climate change nonsense. And so just admit, what's your life going to be without natural gas, without diesel fuel, without coal, right? without heating oil? If you can't, Maybe it's available, but you can't afford it. Because we are sitting under a vast storehouse of natural gas, oil, and coal in this country and refusing to drill for it. We're just, instead of drilling for it here, we're going abroad and begging for it and buying it. I mean, none of this makes any sense unless you truly believe. You have to step back at some point and go, this can't all be stupidity. A certain portion of this has to be planned. You know, and then you have the World Economic Forum and the WHO and all, and the, you know, the UN talking about how, you know, we just need this reduction in population because we got to save the planet. The planet, God created the planet for humans. Wait, see, but their God is government, it's power, it's control, it's money. They see themselves as gods. Now, that's absolute hubris, and there will be a price to pay for them. 
God will exact a price, no doubt about it. In this life or another, God will exact a price on them. But their arrogance, even if they they can't admit the error of their ways, they can't admit the error of their thinking or their actions. So with their narcissistic egos, they're going to plunge headlong into this catastrophe. And so as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I just thought the time for us to get prepared is now. You know, it's if you didn't do it yesterday, you need to do it today. And if you didn't do it today, it's got to be tomorrow, but soon. Because no one knows exactly when. Do you have water? Do you have food? Do you have guns and ammo? How are you going to heat your house? How are you going to have power if it's irregular at best or shut off completely at worst? I mean, all across Western Europe, I mean, they're preparing for a cold winter without power in first world countries. And we're not far behind. Do you have medical supplies? right? Sundries, stuff that you don't think about that you and I take for granted every day, garbage bags and toothpaste, deodorant, soap. You know, do we have these, at least a certain amount of these things stockpiled? I know like me, all of you only have a certain amount of resources you can put into this because you've got to pay your, your bills on a, on a monthly basis, like everybody else do what you can do though. You know, it's the old stoic philosophy of control what you can, the rest you have to let go. So do everything in your power to prepare yourself personally, prepare your community. And then we need to be taking larger actions to take the government back from these people because they are evil, they're criminal, and they're illegitimate. And we've got to do everything in our power that's legal to try to stop these folks. So just imagine you and I now, simply because we vote conservative and worship in a Christian way and believe in the family Right, We have a threat tag with the FBI. They have a special unit because we're the biggest threat, not the people coming across the border. We have no idea what they're planning. Not Russia, not China, not Antifa or Black Lives Matter. No, no, it's the people who don't commit any violence. They're the ones they're scared of the most because you're a free thinker and you believe in the ideal of America and they hate that because they want power and control over you. And all the little soldiers in the federal law enforcement agencies and all the bureaucrats in the deep state, they just want to keep getting their paycheck. They will gladly violate the law, violate your rights, both human, individual, and constitutional, as long as the paycheck keeps coming in. Got to worry about that pension. Got to worry about that paycheck. Yeah, I know I'm breaking the law and I know we're committing crime, but man, I got to get that paycheck. Very few of them, like a Kyle Serafin, you know, a Garrett O'Boyle, a Steve Friend, and some others have had the courage to step up and say, man, this system is so corrupt and so rotten that there's no saving it. Some of these institutions need to be absolutely shut down completely, right? Because I keep hearing all these news media talking heads, well, you know, it's the command staff of the FBI or the ATF or the IRS or whatever. It's not. Yeah, you know, they're they're the biggest part of the problem. But it's the men and women, those GS 1811s, right? Taking their marching orders and not saying, wait a minute, isn't this a violation of the Constitution? This isn't legal, is it? It's not moral or ethical or right. They don't question. They just do what they're told to do. 
And they sent 30 SWAT team members to arrest a street preacher, right, for some ridiculous violation of a federal law, right? Which, of course, fortunately, in the Philadelphia courts, they laughed it out and said, this is ridiculous, and uh, we're going to dismiss it because it was ridiculous. But that didn't stop. Even though this man said, hey, I will show up. Hey, let's make an appointment. I'll show up and turn myself in. No, no, we want to have the the shock and awe. We want the tank in his front yard. You know, we want the 20 agents with the machine guns and the bulletproof vest, right? And we want to walk him out in handcuffs because this isn't about arresting him. It's about a warning to you and me. Folks, we have to step up and protect our, our republic because it's almost gone and the window of time to save it is short. So we've got to do a couple things at one time, prepare ourselves individually and then get involved in the game. And we have got to wake up the average American citizen to what's happening because they are so either willfully ignorant and blind or lazy or stupid or some combination of those things that they don't even pay attention to any of this stuff. Now, they can tell that the prices at the grocery store double what they used to be. It is If you think inflation is 7%, I've got a bridge somewhere I can sell you because you and I both know it's not. Anybody who goes to the grocery store knows it's not. Anybody buys gas knows gas has doubled since 2019, 2020. We know that. So don't tell me 7%. It's closer to 50, right? And then we have a major political candidate from the past talking about re-education camps for MAGA. And you look at what they're doing to Mike Lindell. I mean, that guy has been a patriot and a fighter his whole life, and they're doing everything in their power to bankrupt him personally, to destroy his company, destroy his reputation, just to destroy him. And once again, it's about destroying Mike Lindell, but it's also about sending a message to everybody else. Look what we can do to a former president. Look what we can do to a millionaire business owner, and we can crush you even easier. If that doesn't scare us, it should, and we need to be doing something to stop it. Get yourself personally involved right? The other thing is you've got to get yourself prepared for if if nothing else happens, there's just so many factors at play that could create all kinds of havoc in our country, economic, right? Energy wise, the border, the crime that we're dealing with, all these things. I mean, for many of us, they haven't touched our lives in a very dramatic way yet. But I don't know about you, everything I buy is doubled in price. And that creates, right, that's less fungible money that I have to invest or to save, right? Creates a whole different level of stress. We have got to be doing something to start to save ourselves individually and as a country holistically. You know, what happened in Israel today, right, is coming here. The form may be a little different, but it is coming to us without a doubt. And they can't wait to bring it to us. And the people who we pay every day to protect us from this stuff are engaged in it. So we've got to do our part. We've got to start paying attention and we've got to start begin getting, we've got to start getting other people to pay attention. Now, believe me, I know this is incredibly hard. I spent this whole weekend trying to explain to people that I thought were relatively intelligent about the fungibility of money. You know, I can say 
yeah, I didn't, you know, if I give you $5 and I say, hey, you're, don't spend that on drugs or alcohol. You go buy some food with that, right? $10, $20, whatever I give you. Say, here's 50 bucks. Don't spend that on drugs or alcohol. You need to spend that on food. Oh, okay. Well, the 50 I gave them, they may spend on food. I've just freed up 50 more dollars that they had to go buy drugs and alcohol. You see, it doesn't matter which $50 is spent. It's all fungible. Money goes into a pot and how it's used, which, which $50 gets used is, is, doesn't make a difference. So every time we give, it's like giving a drug addict money, right? All they're going to do is use your, they're going to use the money you gave them in one way, shape or form. It's going to be feeding their habit. Well, if we give Iran $6 billion or free up $6 billion of their, their money, supposedly, right? I know it was given to them through Qatar and whatever. It's, just, it's all a shell game. That's $6 billion more they don't have to spend on other things. They can free up that $6 billion for terror. And if clearly that's what they've done. And they admit that they've done it. Because or like I said, Iran has been a terrorist state since you know the overthrow of the Shah in, in, in the late 70s. So that was what I, you know, I had some other stuff I wanted to talk about today, but watching the horrific attacks in Israel, that became the front and center thing for me. And, you know, we have got to stand with Israel. They have been our allies forever. And they're the only democracy in the region. So we've got to stand with Israel. And when you hear somebody talk about, oh, well, this is more than it's more than it's about politics and they have a different belief system, what they did this weekend was the act of monsters, evil, evil people. And the only thing evil understands is force and power. And Israel's got to project that back and we've got to support them while they do it. Listen, folks, I thanks for your time. I appreciate your valuable time. I try to keep these short, you know, God bless you. God bless America. Let's hope, let's save her. Let's save her from, from all the bad guys out there trying to take her down. Look forward to seeing you on Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Radio Free America. Help us keep the torch of liberty burning bright by sharing the show with a friend or family member and by checking out our website at www.radiofreeamericapodcast.com. Also take a second and give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Until next time, I'm Bill Parsons.